Hey, hey out there. Welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Donna and Claire here today. As always, hey. the, jo- <laughs> <laughs> the Joyful Rebels hosts. And we've got part two for you today of Joyful Rebels Explained. So if you missed us last week, we had an exciting episode where we actually got to give a little bit more background on ourselves. And we had a spoiler alert story time from Donna (laughs) about, uh, you know, what, how Joyful Rebels came to be. And so we then started to talk about our main motivating themes when we're coming up with topics and why we wanted to start this podcast. Like, what do we want to share? So we heard about the six main Uh, parts of your overall wellness. We talked about real self-care. We talked about awareness and how once you've turned that switch on, there's no going back. And so today we're going to start with main point number three, which is demystifying and de-escalating our past. So mom, can you break that down for us? Yeah. Yeah. You know, as we talked about this, I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> and, and, and that is, that's a real response of, uh, I, I don't know how often you like to look in the rear view mirror. Sometimes I just like to move forward, mm-hmm. but what we're finding is that it, it really serves us to gently and lovingly look in the rear view mirror to look for patterns, look how things happened. How did we get here? And that's a really interesting jump off point. So let's pause there for a moment. Uh, Coaching and discussions and and, and anytime we're looking at our past, I'm just going to be really clear. Even as a coach, I'm not a therapist. Claire, you're not a therapist. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, if this is something that really pings you and you're like, oof, and and you know in your heart that there's, uh, you know, been trauma and there's, you know, we've gotten here. So that's the good news. But at some point, that we want to make peace with our past. So I really do encourage if anybody feels like, okay, I've got some things to, to really unpack and you want to go talk to a professional makes perfect sense. Go do it. I've done mm-hmm. it. And it, I found great clarity. I am finding that, you know, one recommendation is you can do it at different points of your life uh, and as a transition. And uh, I love that we have more conversations on the continuum of mental health and self-care. And where do you fall on that? And if you're not sure and you would like a tune-up or an assessment, that's when you go seek out a professional, for sure. So that's not something that we, you know, we want to keep hidden. That is part of the conversations, especially if you, especially if you get into it and you're like, okay, I'm finding that if I really examine something, it's bringing up some feelings, then that is, again, be a joyful rebel. Go take some action on that. Mm-hmm. And that means go and find some professional help. And that helps you, helps us to sort through make peace, understand as best as we can to allow that to rest. And I like that word rest mm-hmm. in our minds and our bodies and our souls, because that's part of our story. It's part of our story. So I'll say that as a foundation right there, because that can be a lot of people and it can be in different seasons of your life that different things come up. So you'll be aware of that as you go to, you know, poke around and see how things are going. <laughs> Um, but I trust, and we trust your wisdom that you will know when it's time to seek professional help. Now on a more surface level, but still insidious, we talk about the, the ways that we, uh, we think about ourselves, our narrative, how we act in the world today and what, what has, what surfaces so often in ourselves and in clients. So this, I'm finding this to be universal. I'll just say that. And if this is not you, 
message us because I want to know somebody that doesn't have these. And I'm serious about that. But let's just talk limiting beliefs. And the reason we're going to use that as our third point of an overall uh, overreaching arch is because they're around a bunch. And here we go again. These are the these are the things that lurk. Mm-hmm. And the more that I work with clients, the more I unpack my own life, I am surprised and chagrined and even laugh a little bit when I'm like, oh, that's that again, showing up in a different <laughs> sphere of my life. Like it's kind of a game now and we've all got it. And let's just say this right from the get-go that our thoughts and beliefs, uh, what we believe about ourselves are and our world around us, a lot of those foundational things were given to us from the beliefs of the people that were raising us, our parents, our close family, our community, our churches. And you know what? I'm just coming from the, the standpoint, they were doing the best they can. They were giving us what they thought we needed to know. And it's our job as we move through life to decide, is that something that I still need now? And so that's up for review, which is cool, which means you don't have to hold on to that. So let me give you a couple couple of examples. This is not comprehensive. We'll give you a few because otherwise we'll be here forever. (laughs) And we know you're probably out walking your dog or running errands or doing whatever. But let's give you a couple to think about. And what I want you to do is think, does this present itself in you? And if it does, what does it look like? So the first one, we'll just do three today, all or nothing. When you think all or nothing. And, you know, if I can't do something really well, I won't do it at all. And you guys, (laughs) for us, that's the podcast. (laughs) If we would have waited until we had everything perfectly done, we would have never moved. And we would never be sharing the, the rough draft of just how to get in and rumble in your life. So the all or nothing shows up in really fun ways. So once I have a label for it and a name for it, if I'm having trouble with a conversation or I'm, I'm looking to do something and yet I'm stuck, then I'm wondering, is this part of me showing up right now? And a lot of times it is. And then I can laugh about it and go, now what am I gonna, what am I gonna do about it? But it doesn't drive my behavior subconsciously because now I've taken a look at it. So all or nothing, whether it's, it's I'm gonna do it really well or I'm not gonna do it at all. The second one that shows up for me is perfection. Yeah, now it's not only if I'm not gonna do it Uh, I'm going to be all in or I'm not going to do it. But then if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it perfectly. And it's like, what a suffocating, limiting belief, you know, and, and what I have learned. And again, this is not comprehensive, but uh, my friends that grew up in dance and I'm not hating on dance in any way, shape or form. It's a great discipline, Uh, but anything or gymnastics, anything that involved a performance, then the perfection part is sometimes what people report is, They don't enjoy the journey so much because they're focused on the performance. And that's just not a way to go through life because life is the journey. That's it. And so even that awareness is like, wow, okay, something to think about. So all or nothing, perfection, and one more we'll toss out today, fortune telling. So fortune telling, I would call it, there's a lot of different names for it, but it's like, you're saying, well, this is going to happen in the future, or this could happen. Like we try to prepare for all the different scenarios that could happen. And it's like, wow, if we talked about one of the original, uh, you know, the top four, Claire, when you mentioned in the last podcast is awareness, mm-hmm. awareness keeps us in the present. Mm-hmm. Like what's happening now? What's happening now? If I'm fortune telling, I'm all over the future. I'm trying to guess what's going to happen. And some of it is trying to plan that comes sometimes out of fear 
again, painting with broad strokes, but you're looking to see if there's any, any cracks in the door where you can go, oh, the sunlight's coming in. Maybe I'll look at that a little bit more. But the, the I am uh, projecting into the future, which then has a direct effect to anxiety. So if I'm really trying to uh, look and be like, well, I won't do this because this could happen and really trying to focus on the future, the anxiety can be paralyzing enough. So then you wrap them all together in the conglomerate <laughs> of all or nothing, perfection and fortune telling, and it can affect every area. And what I'm finding, again, it's funny. Now it's kind of funny because I call her she. She, these different personalities or limiting beliefs show up in nutrition, in body image, in uh, belief in tackling new jobs, in confidence, in uh, putting yourself out there. All these different ways, there's these, these little lurking voices that here's the bottom line for me on that. I don't need to have them leave because they, they serve and they help, but I can learn to turn the volume down. So we'll explore different, you know, different ways that we could do that just to live with that. Because again, we get a chance to make choices instead of just react when we're aware and we know what we're even dealing with. So limiting beliefs, got to love them. Most of us have them, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they have to drive our behavior or get in the way from us making progress and refinements. Thoughts on that, Claire? Yeah. So you'll, you've definitely heard us bring up things like all or nothing mindset before and generally we're talking about it and then hey is this happening to you hey let's shift our focus or again even shining that light on something whoa awareness coming at you again mm. <laughs> i think honestly all all of these things that we're talking about if you trace backwards come you know we'll start at awareness but that's what it is and what's interesting for me is again trying to live what i've learned when it comes to these limiting beliefs, um, I'll see it a lot in my kids. I'll see mm. it. Oh, I want to wear this certain shirt for a dress down day. For some reason, we've had like 6,000 dress down days this year alone because, you know, whatever. Okay. But well, I want to wear this certain shirt. Oh, that shirt's dirty. Well, I'm not wearing anything now. And just, just if I can't have that, then I want nothing. And I almost want to laugh. But then it's like immediately I'm like, I mean, it shows up maybe in smaller or not as emotional ways, maybe when you're an adult. But this this is the same type of thinking. If I'm not going to have it how I want, I'm not going to do it at all. And so it's cool for me because if I don't always have that accountability, like someone over my shoulder, hey, are you working on this? Are you looking at this? Because let's be honest, we're talking about Joyful Rebels. Part of it is taking the time and the effort to do this type of work, to look at what you're doing. Because again, we talked about how easy it is to not pay attention, but I really want to highlight that it's really easy not to pay attention to any of this stuff. Because if you don't have someone there who's holding you accountable or asking you for updates on it, it's just you. And you have a lot of other things that might be more top of mind. So yeah. again, Joyful rebels are going to be doing the work. You're doing the work and you're awesome. But I am lucky. And if you're a parent, maybe you can find yourself lucky in that you can see some of these limiting beliefs playing out in those around you and your kids. And you know what? Even other adults in your realm, I shouldn't just tie it just to kids. But I see that. I see perfectionism. I see 
one of my kids erasing till the paper's breaking because they didn't perfectly write a number. Um, and just, you know, I can read this. It's okay. And trying to, you know, they're going to have to figure out some of their own emotions and, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing. I guess I'll say that. I guess I'll say, if anything, it enhances my awareness. And I'm saying, okay, if this is showing up now, what tools can I share now to help ease their journey? Because I'm only just starting to look at it now in my mid-30s. If I had more awareness when I was younger, it's just interesting. Like, what, what can their life look like if they have more tools in the toolbox when they're younger? So again, it's more a little bit more accountability for me to look at these things. But then also being able to inform my kids. So that's another cool way of sharing some of the things that we talk about that we learn through the podcast. And so when we're talking about things like that, and when you said number one, all or nothing, and you brought up this podcast, like being afraid and feeling that imposter syndrome, like you're not good enough, like we are smart women. That is a norm. I've got to say in my experience and from what I've read research-wise, it is normal to feel like, why, why am I here? What am I doing? Oh, you know, what makes me worthy? I'm not smart enough to do this. I'm not good enough. You know, that whole laundry list. Like, tell me if you have felt that way before. Mm. I feel that way literally right now as I'm sitting, <laughs> as I'm sitting here doing this podcast. But uh, I heard, you know, Adam Grant just had, a, I saw a little clip of his podcast with Reese Witherspoon, and she was talking about how she wanted to quit from walk the line, which she won an Oscar for, she wanted to quit. And he, he says, he says, you know, it's really interesting is that almost everyone thinks that I need confidence and then I can go do that hard thing. But actually all the research shows us that you do the hard thing and then you get the confidence. And so that's one of those things that I need to keep in mind when I have that voice telling me, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, you're not going to do it right. Don't do it at all because you're not going to do it perfectly. Actually, no. We have to go through it. We have to, however it turns out, right? Like we said, this, this podcast would never have happened if we wanted it to be the most polished version of what it could be. And I'll tell you, I'm on some forums now where just some of the questions that people ask before they're even getting started, you know, equipment they need and editing and, you know, and not to knock anyone who's doing their show, like you are awesome if you're going through it, but that just wasn't for us. And mom, you talked about ease, like, again, we're learning this stuff and we want to share it. And if we listen to all those voices in our head telling us not to do it, we would never be recording this. And so, <laughs> and so one of the reasons we're doing the podcast for us to get, to get over some of our limiting beliefs, yeah. but then also to show you that you can do it. Because if you're like, oh, I could never do it. Maybe you don't want to do it. Right. But if you're like, I could never do something like that. But can you like, can you? Because I think yeah. you can. I think you can. Are you going to be scared? Maybe, probably that's okay. My one more story. My daughter had her flu shot yesterday and she was really, really worked up about it, really upset. And then she started telling, she's like, I'm not brave. I'm too scared. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Brave doesn't mean you're not scared. And I know this is like a famous quote by a famous person. And I was <laughs> paraphrasing it and pretending it was my own because she doesn't know. And I'm like, no, no, brave is you're scared and you do it anyways. I was like, it, bravery has nothing to do with fear. It's not an absence of fear, right? No, you can be really scared, like shaking, crying. You don't want to do it, but you did it. You were brave, like maybe even more brave than someone who didn't really care going into it. So uh, again, those limiting beliefs can, can 
sometimes keep us small. But if we're willing to be scared and, you know, do it anyways, do the thing. I feel like that's one of our main hashtags or quotes from this whole, you know, this whole uh, podcast, do the thing. Uh, so if we're willing to do the thing, well, then you're a joyful rebel. Mm. So we'll segue now into our last main theme of joyful rebel explained. And that is we're providing a balance or we're striving to provide a balance of evidence versus experience. And so we've talked about this before, how we want to be your trusted source for evidence-based, like the research behind some of these tips and tricks and just information that we know about these major wellness topics, Uh, things like your confidence or lowering anxiety, even things like decluttering, rewriting your narrative, right? Think of all our episode titles. We go through, it's important to us to think critically. Mom and I both coming with our scientist backgrounds, like you can't turn that off once it's on. Mm-hmm. And so if, if your brain doesn't function that way, that's cool. We've got you covered. So we will go in, we figure out what, what is important to learn? What is like legit verified science that we want to then share? And so that's where that experience part comes in. So we don't just want to be sitting here throwing facts at you for 30 minutes because, I mean, you can Google and there are some podcasts that do that really well and get really in depth into Mm -hmm. the science behind these topics for sure. But we want to give you some of that information and then we want to talk about our experience with it. So that's why you're hearing this background information from us, these stories about how we lived it, what works for us. And that's when you sitting there hopefully are also like, oh, yeah. I've felt that way. I've noticed that before. So we've, again, we're building that bond between us because we are learning it. Like we heard in last week's episode, we're learning it from that, uh, that evidence-based research. And then we're living it. We're having that lived experience that we can share with y'all. And so I know for me, when we first were throwing around ideas about what is this podcast going to look like, it was really important for me to say, you know, I am someone who's going to listen to a topic. And if it's wellness related, I want to know some of the background information. Like I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want it to be from Joe Schmo's blog.net or whatever. Um, I I, want to know, like, has science looked at this? Like, are we asking the right questions? What information is out there? Not to say that your gut feeling about something is wrong, but I just want to know, like, what has science looked at? And then maybe that validates some of the things that I've lived or experienced, or you've lived or experienced. So I know when we first came to the table, I'm like, it's important to me that we share this evidence, some of the science behind these topics. And then I think right off the bat, even from episode one, whether we stated it or not, that experience and our shared, you know, the background and what we've lived that exemplifies some of that really just shines through. So again, why are we doing this podcast? We want to show this balance that there's research, but also your life experience and how they're related and how we are all related and what Mm -hmm. we're thinking, feeling, and doing. And so who are the joyful rebels? We are, you are. (laughs) Mm. Wow. I I have to go back just a, a little bit when I, I, an element of this is that this way to live and it really is a way to live. I mean, you know, it's where your, your brain's at, where your head's at, where your heart's at. And even you talking, Claire, about, you know, what brave is and if you're afraid. And, and you know, I can know those words, 
But like having her say that in this time and knowing that I have a situation where I'm feeling that too. And so like, I know that, you know, I'm living this thing, but just to hear somebody that you trust, it lands. So I just had my own little Mm. epiphany over here (laughs) that I keep learning and it makes life just this this wonderment. I feel more childlike where, where, you know, if you have kids, you look through their lens and they get really excited about things when they discover, because they're like, wow, didn't know that. Or they look at it through a new way. That's how I feel like I'm walking through life now. Like, really? I didn't know that. That didn't make sense. Now it makes sense. Like, that's cool. And these little episodes all day long of discovery and internalizing understanding and then executing outwardly in a way, like showing up in the world, how I want to be not, you know, I'm not so much that I'm proud of. It's authentic to how I'm thinking and feeling. Mm -hmm. And I have lived my life in certain years and okay, decades where there's been a disconnect. You know, I want to have this as integrated as possible and navigate my way through the world because I think that that's a way to be and that's how I want to live. And that requires some effort on our part uh, and some community and some curiosity. And I'm just excited to do it with y'all. It's just fun. Uh, Speaking of community, I did throw it out there on social media asking, what makes you a joyful rebel? Like kind of teasing that we were going to be talking about this topic a bit and got people responding. So I just wanted to share, um, you know, the first episode has not even come out yet from when we asked this question. So this is just being asked, blank canvas, what makes you a joyful rebel? So we had Chris say, I stay out of the comparison game. I'm happy with what I have and who I am. So that is, I agree, a rebellious act to not be comparing yourself to your friend, your neighbor, the person you see on Instagram. Like that can be hard, especially if you're doing a lot of scrolling. Honestly, that can be a difficult thing. So if you are consciously making that effort to, Hey, this is what I've got now. I'm happy with it. Like, awesome. Totally agree. Joyful rebel right there. Um, Leah being authentic to my values, especially when it goes against the norm. I love that. I absolutely love that because how easy is it if you're even in a conversation and people are talking about, you know, something you don't agree with, like, are you going to, are you going to speak up? You know, like, are you just going to, or not, you know, I didn't agree with them, but you know, I just nodded. So I think that that makes the act extra rebellious there to Mm -hmm. stay true to yourself, like no matter what. And again, we're seeing through both of these comments, it's about knowing yourself, staying Mm -hmm. true to yourself. So again, definitely aligns with what Joyful Rebel is all about. Uh, Lynn saying, I keep pursuing my dream. And I read that as like, no matter what, right? Because things are going to come up. And mom, in one of the episodes, I think you said like, challenges will prevent present themselves. It's not if it's when. Mm -hmm. So just that awareness that things will happen, but you're just going to keep going. And then Ronkas is showing up the best that I can. And I love that. It reminds me of one of the four agreements. If you've ever read Don Miguel Ruiz's book, but um, it's showing up your best like today and acknowledging that might be different from how it is tomorrow or how it was yesterday, but you're present and you're just showing up the best that you can for today. And just that awareness right there, boom, joyful rebel. <laughs> right. So it looks different in different people. And I'm just wondering as a, just an open-ended question, if, if you're listening, 
you know, take a moment. How does that look in you? How does it look in you today? And hopefully that's pretty top of mind because you're plugged in, you're living your life. You know what situations you're in, in relationships and how can it, how is it presenting itself and how can it to be an, a support system to your authentic self? So again, if you tuned in last week and you got through today's episode, we really wanted to let you know a little bit more about ourselves. Cause again, people were like, who are you guys? Like, Hey, <laughs> Donna and Claire. And I call her mom. Cause she's my mom. Um, <laughs> but also like, why should you listen to us? Why should you listen to our podcast? Well, we're going to be real with you, offer you opportunities or options for real self-care or at least, um, what to do to figure out yourself, right? Because it's not even what works for us. It's what works for you. We're yeah. going to talk about paths to awareness because I'm going to say it probably for the fourth time, but once that switches on, there's no turning back. Like it's on and now, whoa, you can start to really question everything and you can live. It, what does it lead to? Why does it matter? It leads down that path to being able to live a life like mom, you just said, with more wonderment, with more joy, right? That's part of it. It's not just the rebellious. It's being joyful as well. We talk today about blowing up those limiting beliefs. So you're going to hear us calling those out because you know what? We experience them too normal, yep. but there are ways to just keep going. And most of the time, the answer is just do the thing. And then finally, we're going to provide that balance. What have we learned and what have we lived? And we want you listening to take in what we're saying as well. You can learn some, but then how have you lived through it? Because this is why it matters. It doesn't really matter you know, to you how we lived it. How do you live it? How does it show up in your life? Because again, the essence of being a joyful rebel is getting to know yourself, knowing yourself so then you can take the best course of action as you move forward. Figuring out what works in this season, understanding that there'll be a transition to the next. And how's that going to look for you? Mm. Mic drop. I think that's a lot, but it's, it's not, uh, it, it's doable. I'll say it that way. It's doable. If you're curious and you just keep listening with an open heart and you're willing to look inside a bit and do the thing, there'll be movement <laughs> guaranteed. There'll be movement. Yeah. Do the thing. And, you know, follow us on social media, like and share with someone you love until next time.